0: My name is Bryce, and I'm your host for The Inbound Secret, where we're talking with top performers and health experts and sales badasses alike about their strategies to optimize their well-being and performance. Once again, this is The Inbound Secret, and, and let's get rockin' and rolling. This is The Inbound. This is The this Inbound. This is The inbound. inbound. This is The Inbound. The Inbound. This is The Inbound. What's going on, guys? Bryce here with the Inbound Secret again for another episode. We've got a very special guest. He is the CEO, founder, and I believe head creative for one of my favorite apps called Repurpose.io, something that saved me and my team four to five hours a day and just having to syndicate and repurpose content that we put out. His name is Hanny. Welcome to the show, Hanny.
1: Thank you so much, man. It's an honor to be here.
0: Thanks for taking some time out of your day. I know things are kind of crazy up in Toronto and really the world, Uh, but I appreciate you being here. So we have this more or less tradition that we do on the Inbound Secret, and it, it really boils down to just following our methodology, right? We were talking about how thrive, not survive, consistency, conquers, complacency are kind of our two things we typically like to break it up into like three segments right past present future and really kind of highlight why you do what you do what got you there the impact it does what the benefits are and and really how that evolutionary cycle of success abundance and help making an impact not only has helped you but can help the people listening, the audience members, the viewers, maybe have a light bulb go off where they're like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. Makes
1: sense? Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, how and why I got into it was, I've always been a video guy ever ever since as a kid. I was always a kid that get all the video footage, you know, mm-hmm. way back before cell phones, we had these little cameras. Anyway, I was always editing video, I loved it. It was such a painful process, but I, just, I, I loved video as a kid. It was, I love creating. I think I realized later, I love creating. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, then I, I'm also a software engineer, computer engineer by by study. I went to university for that. And then, I don't know, about seven, eight years ago, maybe a little longer than that, I, um, I was doing a lot of blogging about video, teaching people video, video marketing, SEO. Cause I, you know, I loved it, but then I just, I just found it stopped like there was a dead-end moment where like what do i do after this blogging like i enjoy blogging enjoy teaching but i need to use my skill set which is software and my passion which was video and i need to make a software for video and and that was my light bulb moment i didn't know what it was but i knew it had to be a software for video and i was just like wow this was so obvious um fast forward a year from that that's when i was like i gotta just i just gotta do this so I looked kind of like, what do I do when I blog? And I figured out that one of my own pain points was every time I put a video on YouTube, I had to go copy the embed code, do this, do that, make the blog post, yada, yada, yada. It was a painful process. So I'm like, hey, I wonder if I can automate this. So that was my first like little hack. like, let me automate this. And that became my first software. I worked with a, the with a contractor and we worked together. We built this WordPress plugin that took videos from YouTube, put them on your blog automatically. And I was like, "Oh, all right." Um, and then, yeah. So I mean, scratching scratch my own itch, but the, but the interesting part is, it was I had no audience for this yet, right? I was just blogging yeah. and an not right audience. And the interesting thing I, I learned that was really good move. And it was again, but for me, it was a fluke. Was a business partner, kind of like was in my network, my space, became friends. And then one day, I showed him what I was working on, and he's like, "Oh, dude, this is awesome! I have the right audience for this. Let's partner up." And that's how I really got into business. So first it was idea, solving my scratching my own itch, build something very basic. And then I showed it to a few people and and I showed it to the right person. And he said, okay, we can do this. We can launch this together. I have the perfect audience. I sell YouTube training courses all the time. And that was kind of my foot in the door to starting an online business.
0: Awesome, awesome. So you were really just kind of playing trying to save your time on something you loved. And that mm-hmm. kind of just evolved through the time that you were playing with it, right?
1: Yeah, so that was like, it just evolved. I showed it the right person. We launched the product together. And then then the real entrepreneurship learning started where you're like, whoa, okay, I'm serving people here. Like I'm serving customers. Yeah. Um, you gotta build the right team behind you. You gotta you know, maintain the software, take care of your customers. And that's when a lot of learning had happened. So it wasn't about the money in the beginning because we weren't making a lot of money, but it was such an amazing experience learning a lot. And that was the beginning, that was just foot in the door. And then from there, we've launched several more smaller softwares for WordPress, which were again, same audience uh, for the podcasting space the live streaming space so every year we were launching new software new software and I was doing it on my own so the first experience with a partner second experience I said you know what I like to be I want to learn the marketing business side so I kind of went off my own with that and um, a lot of important things happens once you have that reputation that trust with customers from your first tool it's very easy to get them to buy a second tool um if you delivered the good experience and you delivered a lot of value with your software Mm -hmm. so a lot of the customers who were from the first product became customers of the second product and three four years later um people were telling us what people were telling us to build repurpose this is the interesting thing like our current platform now was something i loved it was a crazy idea i had many years ago but our customers who bought the smaller stuff said hey can you do this, can you do that? Can you do this, can you do that? And that eventually got me the trigger to go ahead and launch the big platform, which what we have now is called Repurpose. It's very customer driven.
0: So it wasn't even necessarily your idea to take all of these working components that may have been separate soft layers, smaller components in and of themselves and package them into what we know is repurpose.io today, it was more the users and the experience that they were having. And they were like, hey, this is cool. Can you also do this thing?
1: Absolutely. So the software that I was talking about earlier, they did one thing. They took content from YouTube, from Facebook, from your podcast and pushed to your blog. So oh. it was an automation tool for automatically creating uh, blogs. And then our customers said, this is wonderful, this is amazing, it saves me time, but you know what would be awesomer? <clears throat> Can you take my podcast and put it on YouTube or take my Facebook lives and turn them in, uh, and put them onto YouTube for me or put them onto Twitter. <clears throat> so they asked for the next level up and that's how Repurpose was born. So Repurpose really complements our existing products but it was driven by the need of our, our customers.
0: So one of the things that I'm going to, I'm going to kind of step to the present for a second, and then I'm going to step back a little bit and talk about a little bit of that a little bit deeper. One of the things that really kind of just wowed me the first time I used Repurpose was how simplistic it is, right? Like, Uh. you don't you don't need to really even read your tutorial to be able to use the software. It's basically plug and play or copy and paste, but it does something kind of magical on the back end, right? Like all of us content creators, all of us marketers, all of us programmers, all of us developers know that when you go platform to platform, it's a different format, right? Like Instagram mm-hmm. uses a different format than Facebook. YouTube uses a different format than Anchor, etc. In that, somehow you guys have, even when you're creating an image, just an AI driven little like thumbnail you get those dimensions spot on and almost instantaneously it's it's about as fast as just uploading a video to youtube for you guys to take my podcast and send it to 18 different locations all in their own formats and upload it was that the original plan or was that like an enhancement that you were like hey cool we did the thing how do we make it better
1: yeah, for us, it was the thing the, like kind of the first thing was how do we take an audio, turn it into a video and get it onto YouTube, just in like traditional, like widescreen, you know, horizontal mm-hmm. video. That was like, you know, that was goal number one of the software. That was the biggest request. So that's the first thing we built. And that's all it did when we pre-launched it. And <laughs> it's all it did one thing. And people loved that. that they didn't have to do any video editing. You just click the button and, you know, hundreds of episodes have gone to YouTube or it just an audio got turned into a video and it got uploaded to YouTube. So it's, they had to literally do nothing. They didn't have to upload a file. They didn't have to make a video They just clicked the button. And that was like, that was the goal the dream is like automation, click a button, go. Um, and then it evolved into, oh, can we change formats? Can we make it square? Can we, um, take things from different platforms and move on to other platforms, et cetera. So, but yeah, but the goal was always automation. The goal was always one, two button clicks, boom, walk away. And the video is gonna go on to different platforms. So automation is is the heart of it all. And then we've been expanding and adding more visuals, you know, templates, squares, vertical, all that good
0: stuff. So taking it back a few years, you were, you were always a fan of videography, photography, film, and you were doing it back in the day when like, it was painful. <laughs> like oh, you yeah. didn't have, you didn't have like premiere pro that does 80% <laughs> of it. Like you had to, you had to man, you had to want it. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So that kind of sparked it. What got you from a kid who loved filmography and video to a graduate developer that you studied programming and code and all that what what was the step there
1: (sighs) that's a good question I mean I've always been I didn't know like after high school I didn't know what I was going to get into and I don't know computers were always I just loved tinkering and hacking Not hacking but you know tinkering around with computers and stuff as a kid and I just you know that would just evolve into going to computer engineering after high school and I liked the coding, but I wasn't like an amazing developer. Like I wasn't like a guy who would put his hat and put the head down and code. Like I wasn't that good at that, but I noticed I was good at vision. Like I was like, all right, we're going to build something. Let's take this block and this block and connect it together and just draw a little dice. I loved like putting pieces together and the whole web is made out of different pieces connected together. And um, so I knew like, okay, I need to get help building this stuff, executing, but I've always, I had a great, like I can see things before they come to life. And I don't know if that's something that uh, to me you practice or it's just something that I'm, I guess I was born with. I'm not sure, but I have this ability like that I'm very grateful for that I can picture a final thing and then picture the pieces kind together, write it down and then have somebody help me implement it.
0: Um, so, I, so I love the fact that you just yeah. said that. Cause one of the, one of the biggest things that separates like an entrepreneur, a business owner, an executive from their workers is exactly that. And as entrepreneurs, myself, Trey, you, all of our other amazing guests that we've had on the show, all the people that are in our networks that are in our communities that have gone through this journey, nine out of 10 times, it starts with one of two things either we don't like something enough that we want to change it. Yeah. Or we've had this idea that's just been like burrowing in our head for so long that we're just like, how do we, we're going to do it. We're going to figure out how to do it. It's never the, it's never the situation where you're just like, all right, here's, here's all the mechanics of stuff. And then we're going to build up to, this vision. It's always like, ah, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We already said yes to it. How do we do it?
1: Yeah. And we do it for passion too. Like I'm not, we weren't doing it. It's not like, Hey, I want to start a business to make money. Everybody wants to start a business to make money, obviously. But that wasn't the goal. The goal was I had this vision. I had this idea of like, this is something that I'm committed to building. Like I'm going to build this thing that can, that could be the platform that will distribute everywhere. That's like, you know, the holy grail this is where we want to go you know we built one thing on day one and it and that was this that just released something like just a, i can see potential already like all right we got from here to here from podcast to youtube this is it it's, it's done like in my mind it was already done like yeah like this is it's just a matter of time until we get everything executed but it was it's exciting it's exciting to have that vision it's exciting to, to but the thing is it's a lot of up and downs like it's painful, especially in the software, any business, actually it's painful. you oh, have, especially software though. <laughs> you get headaches, you get hackers, you get, you get whatever. Like just name it, things come and go, but you, again, you have that vision, you have the, in your in doing something for the passion, for the love of it. Like I love video. I've always dreamed of this tool. Like not as it is now, but this dream is this concept where I can do one thing one time and it goes everywhere. That's like whew, magic. And I'm, I feel fortunate and blessed that I had the opportunity to build it and it's in stages and incrementally, but it's, it's getting to, to being like, well, and
0: (laughs) and that's the thing, like (laughs) there, the entrepreneurial journey, the the solopreneur journey, the intrapreneur, somebody who's wanting to do a thing because they've got the passion for it, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's impact over income. Ninety nine point yes.
1: nine
0: nine percent of the time, right? Yeah, because let's call it what it is. The income is just the lifeblood that you need. It's a KPI that shows that the thing you're doing is making an impact.
1: Exactly,
0: right? and that impact is what we're going for. It, it, it's why our mantras: "You were made to thrive, not just survive." In in that thought process. There's this old quote. And I forget who originally said it, but it just goes, entrepreneurs are the crazy sons of bitches that, <laughs> that have a dream they can change the world and then do it, right? And that resonates so well because you look at people like Jeff Bezos, who's Amazon's founder and CEO. He His first desk was a door. <laughs> like that famous picture. His first desk was a door. Elon Musk, who's... Basically, the good version of Lex Luthor in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't like banking, so he made PayPal, sold mm-hmm. out of that. Didn't like the way that the automobile industry is going, mm-hmm. so he made the world's best electric car and batteries and battery systems. And somehow he's able to sell these things for like 20 grand brand new. I still don't know how he's doing that. <laughs> but... <laughs> Then he decided, well, I'm bored. Let's make flamethrowers, because why not? Yeah. Then he became, keep in mind that the USSR, China, most of the developed world have space programs. And this dude was just, this dude from South Africa is just like, y'all doing it wrong. I'm going to build a rocket. (laughs) Yeah. And built the first rocket that can be reused all because he had a vision that he could do something. And then he figured it out.
1: Yeah yeah no it's, it's true like i mean you know in my world it's a whole different smaller scale but it's still but it's still the idea of having something believing in something believing that this is that this is good for the world like you said making an impact to people right it's not about the money it's about making an impact for people and, and i i realized like i would see in the beginning like oh you know we had a few more customers sign up that's exciting but then you look at the dollars i'm like oh yeah that's exciting but you look at the feedback, people are like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, this saves me so much time. Oh, I'm getting more content out. And I'm like, man, that's when I get excited. When I hear those comments, it's not when I see, you know, our recurring revenue has gone up by 1%, whatever, at some point it becomes just a number. Like you said, it just fuels your business, helps you grow, it helps you grow your team, you do more things, but ultimately it, it helps you make a bigger impact to more people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I do do have to call you out on one thing, though. You're being modest here. Your statement of at a much smaller scale, maybe in retrospect to the world's first multi-trillionaire, yeah, everything's a smaller scale. Coca-Cola is a smaller scale, and they've been around for several hundred years. But that doesn't make your impact any smaller. because. Up until, like, I I found you because of Trey, and Trey found you through somebody else in the network, and it it wasn't, like, one of those things where, like, hey, I'll check it out. It's Trey told me, hey, this can do all the stuff that you do for four hours a day. I'm, like, no fucking way. (laughs) So I go in there and try it. Day one, it does the thing. I'm, like, sold. All right. Take my money. Do the thing. (laughs) But it wasn't the money that I was concerned about there. It was... If it does the thing, right? And Mm -hmm. the impact that has made on my company, my network, my colleagues, I've referred your software out since like the first week I've used it in podcasts, in trainings, on lives, on clubhouse, on interviews, because it makes a difference. So you're being, I appreciate the modesty, but like credit where credit's due.
1: (laughs) Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. I mean, we feel like a lot of word of mouth, a lot of, customers talking about it um that makes the difference and that's how we that's how we've been growing a lot of it is we haven't been very active on like paid advertising all that stuff we've just been focusing on just building 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 value and and people talking about it and yeah i appreciate i love hearing that and i appreciate that thank you
0: yeah absolutely it's it's one of those things that like as entrepreneurs we all like hearing the impact that we make right but Mm -hmm. we're always our own worst critic so oh, yeah. oh, we don't yeah. guilty,
1: uh, <laughs> we, guilty, guilty.
0: We don't I always am. hear the compliment is like, well, you're doing good. You're like, yeah, but I could be doing better. So mm-hmm. I just want you to take a moment and like actually appreciate the impact you've already made and that you're going to continue to
1: make. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. I've been, yeah, I'm, I'm like my worst critic. I, I see something or something comes in or someone complains about one small thing. And i was like oh man i can't believe it like i like so hard on ourselves and the team and i'm like not on yeah. the team like on ourselves Like oh, i can't believe this this happened but I was like all right that's just one little glitch we'll fix it it's all good <laughs> like, what about the thousands of people that are happy and and you know raving about it? like it's, i think it's human nature right you tend to focus you forget you don't appreciate the positive or the positive feedback you always focus on the negative feedback because you want to make it
0: better Oh, yeah. It's it's one of those things that I think it's inherent to the fact that we're mostly vision-driven, that we're so self-critical, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like, can we take a compliment or anything? It's, it's one of those things that is inherent to, to why we push so hard, you know? Yeah. Now, let's take this kind of a step further along this journey, I'm sure you had trials, tribulations, roadblocks. You probably had a fight within yourself of, was it worth it? it, Am I going to keep doing it? What's going to happen next, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Tell me about how mindset has helped you, how you overcame some of those challenges, like what things you have been doing that have instilled the ability for you to continue to make the changes and impact that you've been doing.
1: I still struggle to be perfectly honest. I still struggle with it. You I mean, uh, know, there's always the moments where, like you just talked about, you you put yourself down on small things that happen and you don't appreciate all the value you're doing. Um, you know, in the beginning, one of the lessons I learned early, luckily it happened in the beginning. Um, like the beginning of my whole software history, like seven, eight years ago, was started got this idea of the first software, a little software I told you about in the beginning. And then I hired someone to help me build it. And it was like three, four months and cost me some money and I got nothing in return. And I was like, Yeah, like literally that that could, if I just gave up at that point, it would have been like, boom, okay, this online software thing is not for me. I'm out. (laughs) It would have been, I would have been who knows what, right? Like we wouldn't be where we are today. But I was just like, I learned from that lesson. I, you know, when I hired the next person, I said, you know, let's park ways. I learned from it. Next person I hired, I said, let's, let's do this in stages. I didn't give him the whole, Here, build this thing. Let me give you a small bit at a time. So learning from your mistakes, like mistakes happen so you can learn from them so you can repeat it and do it better the next time. Um, So, yeah, I mean, learning from your own mistakes is key. It's not, you can't beat yourself up. You got to say, okay, what did I learn from this experience? And so when I do it next time, when I hire the next person or when I launch the next feature or whatever it is, how can I do it?
0: Whatever that thing is. Yeah, whatever
1: that thing is, how do I do it better so... The mistakes are, you know, you see people hear it all the time, mistakes are just kind of like part of your learning. And it's it's true. If you don't make mistakes, you don't know how you're gonna improve. Like it's like yeah. nobody can get it right the first time.
0: <laughs> I think that's that brings me back to another one of my favorite quotes, which is that there's no such thing as losing. You either win or you learn. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important thing for a lot of the listeners here today and, and viewers to remember. Because like we all go through this thing where like we try something, we do our hardest on something, and then for some reason it just doesn't <laughs> work out the way we thought, right? Mm-hmm. And there's always that moment of, well, do I continue? What what do I do? Right. Yeah. So are are you are you consistently trying to improve your mindset or are you kind of just like nose to the ground, bullheaded, moving forward, full trajectory all the time. tell tell me about how that kind of works with
1: you, yeah, in the beginning, I was just I wasn't really thinking about mindset. I was always like, okay, let's get this done, let's get this done. let's push and push and push. But then I realized like now, like in the past year or so, it's mm-hmm. like it's how you to be more effective, more productive yeah. in a way like get more things done. hey, you need people around you, but you also need to have the right mindset because. If you focus on the wrong things you can really take yourself down like take yourself down to the point where you demotivate yourself from continuing and uh, for me i learned early that um it's all about the small wins it's not about all right we're gonna launch the software and we're gonna make a million sales on day five <laughs> right no no you don't want to right if you well, did
0: in it's most gonna be cases- buggy
1: and you're gonna hurt people you're gonna like damage your reputation <laughs> if it doesn't it's not perfect, which it never is. Well, even if
0: were. even if it was, I mean, let's be honest here. Day five going into something, the chances of you being prepared to service that many people exactly is it's so, <laughs> it's yeah. so you know low. Is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so you need to go step by step. You need to get your first customer, and then your tenth customer, and then your twentieth. And just grow slowly like I had an opportunity in the beginning of when I launched when we launched repurpose like four years ago somebody introduced me to somebody at AppSumo we were going to do a deal and I was like excited I'm like yeah it's going to be awesome we're going to get an influx of users but I'm then something in the back of my mind said you know don't do it you don't have the infrastructure yeah you just launched you don't know how stable this thing is if a thousand people sign up it may go down just I I talked myself out of it, I'm glad I did. We grew a lot slower, but it was slow and steady. And as we grew, we expanded, we expanded a team, we expanded servers, we expanded whatever we had to do because we had, we did it over time, right? As opposed to trying to like just throw a thousand people or 10,000 people at it. And uh, then people start saying negative things because they don't understand that software breaks if you uh, throw a thousand people at it at the same time. So it's good for you to, for someone to realize that it's, it's a process and you go from a small tool. In my case, went from a small tool to a small tool to a little bit bigger tool. And then we jumped to slightly bigger tool. And then we grew by a thousand and then we grew by 5,000, like it it's years, right? It's years. it's not meant sure. to be demotivating It's meant to say yeah. it's part of the journey, enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, if you want to scale a little faster, great, but just be, be prepared. Um, you know, with a team, with a support team, with whoever needs to help you uh, grow your business faster. But don't be demotivated. Slow is, nothing wrong with slow and steady. As long as you're not like losing the number of people who sign up for your business, you're slowly growing, you're in the right direction.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about, we've talked mindset. We've talked about the kid who loved video. We've talked about you building repurpose and the steps in that Tell me about like where you see the future going of this. Where do, where do you see that going?
1: Yeah, see the beauty of repurpose and what gets me really excited is this is a platform that has endless possibilities. Like it's not a, a software that just does one or two things and we're gonna add a bunch of features to it. It's not that, it's a platform that connects different social platforms together different services together so like the possibilities are endless and that's what gets me excited it's like not like we're gonna hit a a wall where like we can't build any more stuff no it's like the the world is our (laughs) is our oyster we can do anything we want Uh, as, as so many things will come up new services will come up integrating transcription services integrating all kinds of stuff like there's just so much we can do our roadmap is like our, I, call, I call it our backlog is just pages <laughs> of stuff and ideas. Some of them are crazy far-fetched. Some of them are, you know, in the medium term. Some of them are, we're actually working on this month. So it's exciting. There's no, I, I see no end to this, like yeah. in, a, in a way, in a good way, like just the possibilities are just open. And that's why it gets me excited. It's not like I have to build a new software. Cause for me at this point, I've launched enough software that I know launching is a difficult process. Um, so
0: yeah
1: expanding on what you already have selling to your existing customers more value whether it's something complementary or just growing your service and, and you know increasing your prices or whatever it is to do to grow your business it's easier to do it to existing customers who already know you and like you and, and you have that trust with them
0: yeah so talking about the future let's, we've only got a couple minutes left, but I, I, I want, I'm going to ask you a favor, but I want to talk about the future for our guests. So possibility, probability, opportunity, they all, they all come and go. Right. But it's, it's one of those things that you have to seize and you've seized it because you had a passion for it. And, and it, you've known it your whole life, but a lot of people have this passion for something. They don't recognize it. Right. What would you, I'm going to ask you three things. The first thing is, what would you recommend people do to really kind of remove the blinders and and really realize what their passion is? Because there's something there for everybody. What did you do to realize that your passion was making an impact with anything that has to do video? Mm -hmm. And what kind of self-reflection or steps or tasks or hobbies or whatever the listeners could do? And then the second one is gonna be, how do you take that and execute it? Like what's the drive? Cause we all know what the vision is, but what's the drive that gets you up every morning to make something better to to help you that got you away from having to do a nine to five, having to go work for somebody else's dream. And then the third most important, where can people contact you?
1: All right, let's see if I can remember the questions. (laughs) The first one was uh man i my short-term memory is (laughs) terrible um so what how like how 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 do you motivate somebody or how do you get so remind me what the first question
0: was (laughs) so so you've gone through it so i want like your inside expertise on what you did to really realize your vision like take an understanding of hey this is this is what i'm passionate about let's turn this into something yeah. a lot of the listeners here are either just starting businesses or they've already had businesses or they're trying to start a company and they're working nine to five but they too many people fall in this trap of doing something for money and not doing something for impact and passion yeah. so we want to break that cycle today
1: yeah um first thing is just get a book get a piece of paper just write down your ideas like write down a bunch of ideas, don't start making up ideas, just come whatever came to your mind earlier, whatever you've been thinking about over and over, just write it down. Cause I think once you write it down, whether it's a piece of paper on your phone, whatever you're comfortable with, that that's like the first step of it coming to life. Um, So, and then, and then pick one. Like I, I mean, I want to say I'm lucky. I only had one idea. (laughs) Like (laughs) the first idea was from going from YouTube to WordPress. That was the first thing that came to mind. I'm like, this is an obvious thing. I hate doing it manually. Okay. I want to build a software to automates this one thing. So kind of lucky in a way I'm like, here's, this is the idea. It makes sense. I do it. I have a pain. Maybe someone else has a pain. I wrote it down, sat on it. And then I started sketching it out. Like what it would look like. Like my case was more like technical. I moved data from here to here. To here. I started reading up on it. So read up on the subject, read up on what the possibilities are. Um, and and then just take the first step. And that's one thing that I wish I did earlier. I mean, I, I look back and I'm like, man, I waited so long to to start. Why didn't I start this like 10 years before? Like, there's no reason. I was just scared. I was like, oh, I didn't know how it's gonna work. I don't know how to do it. But I realized you don't need to know how to do it. You just need to know what you wanna do and then you'll figure Absolutely. out how. Yeah, and, and was, I was scared to do it because I didn't know what to do next. and. So jotting it down, start sketching diagram. Once I start sketching it out, like the vision of this first little tool, I was like, all right, this is, it became real. Like I had it on a piece of paper, it became real. And once it's real, then you have something to execute. Right? I have a business idea, I have a software idea. I'm gonna just take it and break it down into small things. So once you have the vision, it's like okay, how do I break it down into, what's the first thing I can do to get a win, to get some kind of result? to get some kind of prototype, to get some kind of first customer. So break it down to to something that's like bite-sized. Like, okay, I want to get my first client. What do I need to do? Well, I need a page, I need a checkout card, or I do a need, uh, whatever. Reach out to people on Facebook group. So break it down to small steps and then just, just take the action. Like, I know it sounds like a cliche but it's so true like soon as soon as i started writing it down and getting it down it became real in my mind and on paper i'm like okay how do i execute this let me hire the right developer didn't work out with the first guy let me hire a second guy like i decided i knew where i was going right so mm-hmm. writing it down just makes it concrete and makes it into something real so that awesome. would be my advice start early and then like don't worry about you don't have to know everything you just need to know I'm going from here to here. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but you know, I know where I'm going. That's the critical part.
0: Absolutely, take, taking actions kind of the biggest step and one of the scariest ones.
1: It is. It is. You don't want. No one wants to take the wrong move, and that's what I. That's what I held me back. Oh, I didn't want to get the wrong guy, or I didn't want to do this wrong. Or what if someone else is already doing this? That was a lot of questions I asked myself. Oh, someone's already building something similar. Why should I bother? Nobody knows who I am. Why are they going to buy my software? Like all these thoughts were coming in my mind that were stopping me from doing it. And then one day I just said, I'm just going to do it. And if nobody wants it, it's okay. Right. They invested some time and money and it's not the end of the world. So, you know, take the first step.
0: Absolutely. Now, question two, do you remember?
1: it? <laughs> I can to ask you to <laughs> repeat it, man. Sorry, dude. I'm getting old.
0: <laughs> so... Question two is really kind of just a transference of this one, right? How do you go? What's the drive that gets you up every morning exciting about it? Because passion is what gets the vision, right? Mm -hmm. Impact's what keeps the momentum, but what's the thing that keeps you from getting complacent? Consistency helps conquer complacency, but consistency, what actions? Do you have like a morning routine that you recommend people do? Are you one of the guys that's like, "Hey, I don't care what time you do the thing, as long as you do the thing"? What What do you recommend that's helped you get to where you are that the listeners and viewers could take action on as well?
1: Um, for me, I you know I'm not as structured, and especially in the beginning, even now, you know, things change, schedule change, but try to have quiet time where you can let your brain think. Not, I mean, it doesn't have to be in a, in a quiet room or anything but time where you're not distracted by phones your computer is not open go for a walk I go for walks for an hour and that helps me just clear my mind so that when i get into work mode i'm not necessarily thinking about work all the time or, or building this thing all the time but it's it helps you relax your mind so that when you get into that that phase your your brain is is ready ready to rock and i i, I like doing it in the mornings uh, before I start my day, I have my, my espresso, my walk, and then I, I'm ready to go. Um, so exercise helps the brain, I, mean, I learned that a lot, even if it's just walking, I don't say just, walking is a very good exercise, but um, clear your mind, give your time, mind some space to think. And as you grow, I mean, you know, later on in your journey, like now where I am, it's, it's, it's hectic, we've got a big team and we're managing stuff, you still need to dedicate some time to yourself for you. Okay, team, you guys talk amongst yourself, figure out what you need to do. You know, I need a certain window, you know, every day to just sit and just like not reflect, but just let my brain think. Right. So there's so many distractions out there. So yeah, I guess the advice is, you know, a lot, allocate some time, whether it's daily, whether it's once a week where you just let your brain think and how am I going to execute this and give your brain some space to think yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's a great idea for, I just started going back to the gym myself and I used to go all the time, like five to seven days a week. And then COVID came and I got lazy, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Uh And now I'm getting back to it and, and I love it, but it's one of those things that it's like 45 minutes to up to two hours, depending on how much time I have in my schedule. My schedule is a little crazy. So like the the consistencies that I go, not necessarily at the same time. Sometimes it's morning. Sometimes it's 10 PM. Sometimes it's at lunch, but that step away, that pullback where all I'm focusing on is moving heavy stuff.
1: Yes. Like
0: really does. It really does like cleanse your palate for lack of a better term. So when you get back to whatever the task is, Mm -hmm. whether it be work or family or friends or movies, like, you can actually focus and you're not just full ADD the whole time. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Otherwise you're thinking about your business. Like I know I was for a long time, day and night. It was fun. I loved it. I love challenges. I love thinking about what are we going to build next? And, you know, I'd be sitting down I'm like, Oh, I got this idea and I start sketching it out and and that's all good, but you need to have a disconnect. You need to shut it. You need to shut it down, especially if your own business You need to shut it down mentally and say, all right, I'm done for today. I need my mind to do something else, read a book, watch a movie, spend time with your kids, with your family, whatever you to do. And it's hard in the beginning, especially when you're, when you're got momentum and you're starting to build stuff, but it's really important because you'll burn out no matter what you'll burn out. um, If you don't, if you don't take time for yourself and your family and just time away from your business, very regular, like daily, right? There's a, Certain hours you're working and certain hours you're just off. You need those off times. And it's funny cause I struggled finding hobbies. Uh, for a while I didn't know what my hobbies were. I'm like, my business is my hobby. He's like, nope, that's not a hobby. My wife's like, what's your hobbies? I'm like, I don't know. I don't really read a lot of books. I don't really like watching TV. Um, so whenever a chance, pull up the laptop and start researching something. Oh, what else can we build for repurpose? So let me integrate this thing. I read some API. I, I got to a point where it was too much. Right? Like yeah. not healthy. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, or
0: it's borderline obsession.
1: Yeah, borderline obsession. That's good and it, to a certain point, but then it's, you can't maintain that full time because it's not it's not healthy for you, for your brain, for your family, for yeah. everyone <laughs> around you,
0: etc. Oh, true, true. So last but not least, I know a ton of people are going to want to use repurpose and now a lot of people are going to want to reach out to you and maybe learn a little bit more about you. Maybe just connect with you on social, maybe as mm-hmm. referral, something, where can people find you?
1: Um, we, I have a website called HanyMora.com. It's just H-A-N-I-M-O-U-R-R-A.com. And it's got links to, you know, connect with me on Facebook, links to our softwares, all the softwares we've built And uh, links for all my social accounts, all on one page, just to make it easier. So, yeah, I'd love to hear from you, love to connect.
0: All right, guys, thank you for being here on another episode of The Inbound Secret. We had Hanny here today, CEO and founder of Repurpose.io. I highly recommend everybody listening go set up an account. It saved me four to five hours a day and just moving and syndicating content. It can definitely save you time. And as you know, I preach omnipresence, so it can super help with omnipresence. So get out there, do the thing, make sure you go check out his personal website, connect with him, and we will see you on another episode of the inbound secret. This is the inbound secret. Secret, My name is Bryce, and I'm your host for The Inbound Secret, where we're talking with top performers and health experts and sales badasses alike about their strategies to optimize their well-being and performance. Once again, this is The Inbound Secret, and let's get rocking and rolling. This is The Inbound, this is The Inbound, this is The inbound. In- 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 inbound, this is The Inbound, The Inbound, this is The Inbound Secret.